Hello, I'm Chef Ian Bromstead and welcome to Regal Fair, where I'll show you how to create simple and elegant meals just like we do at some of the finest restaurants in this country. Today we're going to prepare a leek salad with chicken livers, bacon, and egg. Then we're going to braise some sea fruits with a little tomato and fried bread. Then to finish we're going to have a goat's cheesecakes with some poached kumquats. So we can go ahead and start right away on making our goat cheesecake. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start making the crust of our cheesecake. So I'm going to take two tablespoons of whole butter here, and I'm just going to melt them in this pan. So we just want to melt all this butter just so it's thoroughly melted so that we can mix it with our graham crackers. So now that this is just about melted, get this up just a little bit more, we can take just about a cup and a half of ground graham crackers, and we can take all this melted butter that we have here, we're just going to pour this right into our graham cracker. So now that we have all of our graham cracker and butter combined, I just want to stir this just so that all the butter gets thoroughly incorporated with all the graham cracker. It's going to be the crust of our cheesecake. So now that we have our crust ready, we can just spoon a little bit of this right into these molds. Nice, even layer. And then we can just take the back of a spoon and just press this right into the bottom. So make for a nice crust for the bottom of our cheesecake. So now that this is all pressed down, just finish this one up. Just want to make sure we have a nice even layer. Ideally we don't want any cracks in there for the, for the cake batter to drip into. So now that we have our crusts ready, we can go ahead and work on making the batter for our cake. So I'm going to take three ounces of goat cheese, I'm going to take two ounces of cream cheese, I'm going to take about an ounce of maple syrup, forget all that out, about an ounce and a half of sour cream. Now first I'm going to bring all these ingredients together. So we just want to work all the different cheeses together so we have a nice thick creamy cheese. Just want to make sure that all the cheese is broken up before we get into the rest of our batter here. So now that we have all the cheeses mixed together, we can go ahead and start beating in our eggs. I'm going to add these one at a time. Helps, helps with the mixing of the eggs. So now that we have the first egg in, we can get the second one in. So we can continue eating our cheesecake batter together. And now that we're starting to get all of our ingredients in, we can go ahead and add the rest. I have about three tablespoons of white sugar and just a little bit of heavy cream. We have an ounce of heavy cream here. Now give it a little bit of richness to make for a nice delicate cake. So now that we can have all the ingredients combined, we can just whisk this until all the cheese is all broken down. Just about ready here. 
we can go ahead and just pour this right into the cake molds. We want to pour this about three quarters of the way up the side of the cake mold, just so that we don't puff up over the top. I don't want to go too much. So now that we have our cheesecake molds filled, we can go ahead and start poaching the kumquats. So I'm going to take about a cup of water and about three, let's say three or four tablespoons of white sugar. I'm going to take two cinnamon sticks. I'm just going to bring these up to temperature. And then I'm going to add all these kumquats here. So I'm just going to let all these kumquats cook down for about, about 30 to 40 minutes, just until the liquid has become nice and syrupy and the kumquats are deliciously tender. I'm going to bake these cheesecakes at about 300 degrees, just until they're set, around 30 or 40 minutes. And I'm also going to put just a little bit of water in here. That's going to help actually just steam the custard. It'll be a nice gentle heat to finish cooking the cakes. So we'll get this cleaned up and we'll come right back and start working on our sea fruits. So to go ahead and start this dish, I'm going to start just a little bit of sofrito here, a little bit of white sofrito. So I'm going to take a little bit of extra virgin olive oil here and get this into this pan here. So now that we have a little bit of olive oil heating up, I'm going to take just a little bit of finely minced white onion. I'm going to take a little bit of finely minced fennel. And I'm going to take just a little bit of finely minced celery and just start all these to sweat here. So now I'll go ahead and just let these guys cook nice and slowly. You just want to let these cook nice and slowly in the olive oil. You just want to let them get nice and tender. You don't want to get any color really. You just want to cook them gently in the olive oil. So next we can go ahead and start cooking a little tomato. So over here in this pan, we can take a little bit of olive oil and we can start cooking just a little bit of Sicilian oregano. I really love this flavor of the Sicilian oregano. It's got a real nice strong flavor. It comes from Sicily. Uh, this is a little bit of chili. This is from Calabria. Two Italian specialties, the Sicilian oregano and the Calabrian chili. We're just going to start toasting some of those spices here in this olive oil. Our sofrito is cooking along nicely. Let's slow this down just a little bit. Our spices are just starting to toast in here. Now that we can get some of the aroma from the toasting spices, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to add some of these tomatoes. So we can just add about a half a cup of tomatoes here. And we're just going to let these cook down in this delicious olive oil we have here. So we can let all these start cooking. And then over here in this pan, I'm going to start by frying our bread. So I'm going to take a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. And I'm going to get just a little bit of color on this bread. Just want to get just a little color. I don't want to get it too crispy or too dry. I like to have a little texture on the bread. So our sofrito is cooking nicely. Getting a nice little, little sweat here. We can add just a little bit of kosher salt to our sofrito. That's going to help let the onion and the fennel and the celery. It's going to help let some of the water come out of the vegetables. It's going to help them cook a little faster. 
It's also going to help keep them from browning a little bit because it's going to add a little bit of liquid from, from the vegetables that's going to come out from the salt. These will cook nice and gently. Our tomatoes are stewing along very nicely, taking on all that delicious aroma from the Sicilian oregano and the Calabrian chili. These are both cooking nicely. Our bread's roasting along nice and gently. We just want to get a little bit of color on the bread. Don't want to go too much. Should be coming along in just a few moments. So we'll continue to stir our sofrito and our tomatoes, making sure we don't get any color on the sofrito. Really like the flavor of the gently sweat vegetables in here. These are cooking nicely. Our tomatoes are cooking nicely. Nice, beautiful, aromatic tomatoes here. So now I think we can go ahead and turn our bread. Nice, beautiful, golden brown. Continue to monitor our tomatoes and sofrito. Continue to stir our sofrito. Just cook nice and gently. And I think that we can pull our bread out. Maybe just another few moments here. Almost ready. So now that we have our bread just about fried, I'm going to go ahead and start preparing our sea fruits. So I have some beautiful head-on prawns here. I'm just going to season these both with a little bit of salt and pepper. I have a little piece of black sea bass right here. I'm just going to get a little salt and pepper on this as well. Salt and pepper on the other side of the prawns. So now that our bread is nicely fried, we can get this out of here. We can add just a little bit more of our extra virgin olive oil to this pan. This dish uh, is kind of all about the olive oil. Olive oil and salt kind of want some of my favorite things that I like to put on seafoods. So we can just drop this little piece of bass inside down. We can drop our prawns right in here. Continue to monitor our vegetables. And so Frito's coming along nicely. Just starting to sweat, starting to lose some of its texture. Our tomatoes are coming along very nicely. We can see that the olive oil is taking on a beautiful red color. So we can just put a little bit of pressure on the back of the sea bass. What that's going to do is help get a nice crispy skin on the bass. Let these cook for just another few moments. Want to make sure that we're pressing very gently on the surface of the bass. Make sure that the skin has a nice contact with the oil so that we get a nice, nice crispy skin. Continue to monitor our tomatoes and our sofrito. Sofrito's looking nice. Frito will just let go just another, another few moments. It's almost ready. We just want to cook this just until the vegetables are tender. We start to take a look at some of our seafoods here. Our bass is looking very nice, almost, almost a little crispy on the bottom. So now that we're getting a little closer on these seafoods, we can go ahead and we can turn them. So I'm just going to turn these prawns. Let that bass go for just another few moments. 
So we have our prawns, our beautiful head-on prawns. Check back in on our tomatoes. Let's let these continue to cook for just another few moments. Now that our bass is just almost there, just another few moments on the skin. Just want to get a little, little more color on the skin. Just continue to press just very lightly against the surface of the bass. We don't want to squish it, we don't want to rip the skin, so we just gentle, steady pressure. It's going to help get a nice sear on the fish. So we can go ahead and turn these tomatoes off, they're just about ready. These beautiful, beautifully stewed tomatoes. So now we can go ahead and turn this piece of bass over. And we can go ahead and get all of our other aromatics into the pan. So I'm going to take, take most of this sofrito here. Get this in here. I'm going to take a good amount of these tomatoes. Put these in here also. So now that we have all of our seafruits cooking, we get all this in here. So I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add a couple of these little neck clams that I have here. And I'm gonna add a few of these mussels that we have here. These are just Prince Edward Island mussels. And then I'm gonna add just a few of these cockles. These are beautiful. I love the little green shells that they have. Beautiful green color. So we're going to continue to cook these cockles for just another few moments, just until they open. And now that we have all of our ingredients mostly in, I'm going to add just a splash of white wine. Let that start to cook. So now that we have all of our seafood stewing, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to pop a top on this. So we can just continue to cook these just like this. So now that our seafruits are almost steamed, we're just going to take this plate and we can begin plating our dish. I'm just going to take this fried bread, put it right in the middle here. So now that all of our seafruits are almost ready, we can see that our mussels are just starting to open, I bet our cockles are starting to open here. They're a little mixed, so we're going to need just another few moments. I'm just going to add just a little bit of this calamari. I have just a little bit of tubes and tentacles. Just some, have some beautiful calamari here, beautiful squid bodies. You can get those in here. Those, these uh, squids only need just a few minutes, only like 30 seconds, just until they start to become firm. So we can go ahead and continue to cook this for just another few moments. One thing that I really love about this dish is its simplicity. We have the sweetness of the vegetables and the acidity of the tomato, a little salt and a little olive oil. It's going to be a really excellent way to prepare these seafruits. So just another few moments here. We just want to wait until all the shellfish are open. Our mussels are starting to open. Our cockles are starting to open. We can see that our squids are nice and in here. They're just starting to steam through. They're just starting to get some of the heat from the, from the white wine. Almost ready here. You can see our mussels are all open. Our little necks are just about ready. I'll say another 30 seconds and this will be ready. We'll just cover this back up, just to let them finish steaming, and we can just go ahead and finish plating. So now that we have all of our ingredients ready, 
can go ahead and start building our dish. We have all these beautifully steamed seafoods, and we're just gonna place them around the plate. Really like how the delicious sweet tomato flavor, it's all absorbed by all the bread. I really love all these different seafoods in here. Got our bass here. We take some of our mussels. We take our cockles. Make sure that all the cockles are open. This cockle, put them around. I really like to stack all the fish and the prawns up on top and then just put all the little shellfish around. Really like the different colors of all the different seafoods, the red of the prawns and the black of the mussels. It goes really beautifully with the tomato. And I'm just gonna add just a little bit of just a little bit of water to this. Just to make it a little saucier. So now that we have this, this beautifully stewed sofrito base, beautifully seasoned. And add just a little bit of kosher salt just to the sauce here. And you just spoon this sauce right over. We have all this beautiful seafoods, all of our wonderful tomatoes. Love the flavor of the fennel, the celery in there. Just take all this delicious sauce, spoon this right over. The idea here is the bread really absorbs all the delicious flavors of all the stewed tomatoes and the oregano and all the other flavors that are in there. So I'm just gonna take just a little bit of fresh lemon zest, grate this all over top. And just put a little bit of this fresh juice on here too. I really like the flavor of the fresh lemon juice. Really brings a nice acidity to the dish. And then we can go ahead and add just a little bit of fresh chopped parsley. So here we have our sea fruits that have been steamed in a little bit of tomato and sofrito. I'm gonna get this cleaned up and we'll be right back to prepare our leek salad. So I have a little pan here that I'm gonna sear some chicken livers in. So I'm gonna take just these chicken livers and I'm just gonna sear them with just a little bit of salt and pepper and just a little bit of extra virgin olive oil. So I'm just gonna get these nicely seasoned. Chicken livers are one of my favorite ingredients. I love the gaminess of the offal. I really love the flavor. I think it works really well with all the other ingredients here in this dish, the bacon and the eggs. I think it's gonna be a delicious, delicious summer salad. So I'm just gonna take just a little bit of extra virgin olive oil here, just enough to sear. So now that we have a nice hot pan, nice shimmering olive oil, I'm just gonna drop these chicken livers right in. Turn this down just a little bit. It's nice to have a nice high heat right when we start. So now that our chicken livers are sauteing, we can go ahead and work on the rest of our dish. So I have here just a little bit of carrot puree. So I'm gonna take a nice big swipe of the carrot puree here. Just put this right down the middle. Nice big, nice big line of the carrot puree. So now that our chicken livers are 
seared nicely on one side. We can go ahead and flip all these over. We can go ahead and just let these continue to carry over. So now that we have our carrot puree on the plate, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to split some of these leeks. Now all I did with these leeks is I just blanched them very quickly, just in some boiling salted water, and then I just refreshed them in an ice bath. So we're just going to take all these nice big pieces of leeks. We're just going to dress them with just a little bit of salt, pepper, extra virgin olive oil, and a little bit of fresh lemon juice. So now that we have all these leeks separated, we're just going to season these. Salt, pepper, a little fresh lemon juice, and a little bit more extra virgin olive oil. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put these carrots in here too. So now that we have all of our vegetables dressed here, I'm just going to lay these across the plate. We have all of our beautiful vegetables, our brilliant orange carrot puree. We have all of our nice little carrots in here. One more piece of leek here. Just arrange these carrots around. Just these, all, the, all I did with these carrots is I just blanched them in a little bit of salted water and then again just refreshed them in a little bit of ice water just to stop them from cooking. So we have some nice tender carrots that have just a little bit of texture. So I'm going to take this egg here. All I did was I soft boiled this egg. I just put it in boiling water for about five minutes and then just set it right into an ice bath to cool and nestle this egg right here. And I have these little pieces of bacon. I just took a big piece of slab bacon, cut them into some big wedges and uh, just cooked them in some olive oil until they were nice and crisp. I really love the bacon in here. I think it works really well with the flavor of the eggs, and the leeks. So now that we have all the bacon on, we can go ahead and we can take our chicken livers. We can just place these right over top. Two nice big seared chicken livers, I think is ample. So now that we have our livers, bacon, and egg on, I'm just going to season the egg with just a little bit of salt and pepper. I'm just going to Drizzle just a little bit more fresh extra virgin olive oil around the dish. And then I have some of these beautiful little baby spinach plants. They're actually just micro spinach plants. They're the whole plant of the spinach. They just cut these when they're very, very young. So here we have our leek salad with chicken liver and bacon. I'm gonna get this cleaned up. We'll be right back to finish our cheesecake and present the rest of our dishes. So I've gone ahead and pulled the cheesecake out of its mold and I separated it just very gently off the base. So I'm just going to lift this very gently off, off of the base, put it right in this dish. And then I'm just going to take some of the kumquats that we poached earlier. I'm just going to put a nice even layer of these beautiful poached, tender, sweet, delicious kumquats right on top of the cheesecake. I really love the flavor of these little kumquats. They have a really excellent astringency that goes very well with the poaching. I think these are going to go very well on top of the cheesecake. So now that we have all of our kumquats on top, I'm just going to take just a little bit of these chopped pistachios and just put a nice little pile right on top. 
I really love the beautiful green color that the pistachios bring to this dish. I think they work really well with the color of the kumquats. And I really like that there's a little bit of a textural crunch in there also. I think it's gonna go really well with our cheesecake. And we started today with our leek salad with chicken liver and bacon. We have our carrot puree. All I did to make that carrot puree was confit just a little bit of carrots and a little bit of extra virgin olive oil with a little water, just until they were tender, and I just pureed them and then passed them through a strainer. Then we moved on to our sea fruits, which I braised with just a little bit of tomato and sofrito that we served over our fried bread. And then I just garnished with a little bit of fresh lemon and some parsley. I'm Chef Ian Bromstead. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Regal Fair, and we'll see you here next time.